Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Full Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Mike Claiborne filling in for Tom Ackerman here on KMWX. It's a little after 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Hopefully you're enjoying your day. The weather's supposed to be pretty good outside. Maybe you're going to get out for a little walk or hang out with the dog or the pets or the kids. Or you might want to sit back and take in some football. Kansas City Chiefs, of course, you can hear on KMOX this afternoon. We have a huge soccer show leading up to that starting at noon, uh, trying to get you set up for postseason play. And we'll visit with the sporting director, Luke Vanishfield, here in just a bit and get his thoughts on his team and where they go from here because this has been some sort of whirlwind opportunity uh, for an expansion team to go this far. And it, it, it's been fun. I mean, as I said earlier, uh, you know, when you see a team score as many goals as we've seen this team score, uh, and it's just not one person, uh, I, I, it has to be an advantage, especially when you get into postseason. So we'll talk with Lutz about that a little later. Also, Howard Richards, the color analyst for the University of Missouri football team, he will join us. And I know he has to feel good about his team being 7-1. and one. And Jamal Mayers. Stanley Cup champion, former St. Louis Blue, is going to join us. He's also in the broadcasting field, not only with Bally Sports, but also Sportsnet in Toronto. We'll talk with him about what he saw last night and what the future holds for the Blues and a few things that the Blues are doing off the ice, community-wise, that we'll talk about as well. Uh, baseball tonight, Houston can close out 
the uh, the Texas Rangers. That's been a very spirited series for a lot of different reasons. And, and I'm, I'm getting a kick out of the two managers, both guys that are going to go in the Hall of Fame. I don't think anybody's going to argue that. Uh, but how they manage things and how they manage their bullpens, it, it's just been a, a work of art. And, and really, when you look at games like this, and some people will say, well, you know, a manager doesn't have that much impact. I think the one-time managers do have an impact is how they manage your team in postseason because every at-bat, every pitch, every inning really has a meaning to it. And we'll see how these guys have done things. Uh, just tells you why they've been so successful. So uh, Houston has not been good at home. They have a chance to close it out. Texas, well, they know what's in front of them. They have to win or go home themselves. So I'm looking forward to that game. And then tomorrow night, obviously, Philadelphia can do the same to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Diamondbacks kind of saw what the Phillies were all about last night. I mean, they, they can swing the bat. I mean, not only that, they also pitch well. And when you think about, as I mentioned earlier with John Denton, how that team has been put together with free agents that have worked. I mean, let's face it, we've seen some teams go out and sign a bunch of guys and it didn't work. Uh, New York Mets would be one that comes to mind. Uh, but when you look at what Philadelphia has been able to do with uh, the Harper signing, the Riamuto, the Castellanos, uh, Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner, all guys that have had significant roles with this ball club. And, uh, you know, and I think the other thing in common, they have, like, as I said, they have six guys who are former first round picks. So it's not like they were you know, just going out getting a bunch of guys. I mean, these guys already had credible credentials uh, before they were even brought in. So it, it says a lot about what they've been able to do. They spent their money, and, and they're getting a good bang for their buck. Uh, Arizona might have something to say about it. I think most people thought when they went back to Arizona, this could be a sweep. Uh, but Arizona showed up, and they did some things, and, and they'll be better for it. I don't know if they can win it or not, but I think they all learn from it, uh, especially when you have so many young players. You know, their payroll is just $83 million. Think about that. $83 million, while Philadelphia is, what, $209? $209 million, rather. $83 million, $209 million. That is a big discrepancy. But both teams are getting the most for their bucks, so it, it should be fun to watch and see how things unfold tomorrow night. A uh, few other things, college football. You know, I know Georgia's number one, and they didn't play this week. Uh, and I know that there's some other teams that are out there, but I don't know who's really that good. I watched Michigan give it to Michigan State last night, and you would have thought they were in two different leagues. And I don't know how good the Big Ten is because Minnesota goes into Iowa and handles them. Illinois could have, probably should have beaten Wisconsin. So I'm not sure what the Big Ten is really offering. And then when you look around the rest of the country, Utah beats USC. You know, USC's got a heck of a quarterback, but they have a few guys that don't tackle well on defense. And when you look around, there just isn't that dominant team, which makes the, the playoff selection process quite interesting. We're going to have one lost team that's going to be in this thing. And that's okay by me. As long as that team who's lost to somebody is lost to somebody credible, I think the team that could be in a hunt might be in Alabama. Their only loss was to Texas, and Texas is one of the top teams in the country. So I would just say stay tuned as we start to really find out who's who. And where does that put Missouri? I mean, is Missouri a top 10 team now? I mean, they're moving up the ladder. Obviously, if you take on Georgia and you do well, and I'm not saying do well, at this point, you're 7-1. and one. Why not go in and say, let's go in and win this thing? 
So I think that's something that they have to take an approach on. So we'll find out about that in just a bit with Howard Richards. In the meantime, we're going to come back and visit with Lutz Vonersteel. He'll talk some soccer with us. His city is in postseason. It starts later in the week, and we'll tell you more about that when we come back on KMOX. Continue with sports on a Sunday morning. Mike Claiborne filling in for Tom this weekend, waiting to visit with uh, sporting director Luz Fanestil here in just a bit. Talk a little bit about city soccer. Uh, postseason is here. Uh, final game last night uh, against Seattle. Didn't go the way you wanted it to. They lose 2 nothing, But uh, they've been kind of in a precarious situation when you think about the time that they've had, knowing that they're in postseason, <clears throat> trying to get people rested but also stay sharp. Uh, it, this will be an interesting test for a team that's, that hasn't done this before. So let's go to the guest line and standing by as a sporting director for St. Louis City SC. He is Luke Van, Luke, Luke Steel. How are you, sir? Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, yeah, not too bad. Um, nice sunny morning. Uh, looking forward uh, to meet some fans today and still um, analyzing the game from yesterday. What did you take away from last night's game? Uh, you know, it had to be one when you think about, all right, you're already set as far as your playoff position. You want to try and stay sharp. But what did you take away that you feel like you can use when it comes to postseason? Yeah, you know, it was uh, one of these games where you have to say uh, Seattle, they just uh, uh, proved again that they are a very intelligent team, a very experienced team. Um, whenever uh, the playoffs coming closer, they somehow – uh, getting into the, the, the best football. They they known for that, and I think they showed that yesterday by really uh, giving us a lot to think of. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, sometimes it's a tough one. When you know you finished already first, the playoffs coming up, um, it's just for us really to get this momentum back and having now uh, two losses in a row against uh, Vancouver, which was not a good game, uh, against yesterday, which was also not, uh, especially the first half, not really our game, I think it's very important now that this week we refocus. We be getting, uh, yeah, I would say uh, uh, back to that what 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 made us successful in recent weeks, and that's uh, playing as a team, working hard defensively, uh, and trying to be as ruthless as possible. I think that's what uh, has to be the task for this week. Welcome back, everybody. We continue with the sporting director for SC City Soccer, uh, Luce Bonnerstiel, and Luce. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you're not an expansion team anymore. So how do you prepare for postseason, especially for a team that's shown the ability to score goals from various people? You guys scored a lot of goals. We know those things kind of come down a little bit when postseason rolls around. So what things have you tried to do to keep it fresh and keep them ready to go for the first round? Yeah, I think now it's more, you know, about uh, what happens in your head. Uh, I think uh, we need to really, uh, when tonight comes, like uh, put the tick behind it and say that was it with the uh, with the first season that was the 34, 34 games of regular season, but now a complete different competition, a different ball game starts with the playoffs. Uh, we don't have uh, that uh, big group of players who actually have experienced uh, a playoff uh, um, tournament yet, and uh, that's also interesting to see. But honestly, I believe it's a mental game. We need to get back to be sharp. We need to know from now on, you know, uh, every mistake you get punished for. And it's all about it's all about winning. It's all about to put your your best performance on the on the pitch when it really counts. And I think uh, you know we're not done yet. Uh, a lot of people think well after 34 games uh, that's it for them, and uh, let's see them next year again. I still believe we have a lot a lot of juice in the tank. Uh, we still wanna 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 prove people wrong and and also play uh, a good playoff. How is your team health-wise at this point? You've had a chance to rest a few players down the stretch. Uh, what, what, how do you feel your team is conditioning-wise and also health-wise? Yeah, touch wood. Uh, we have no injuries at the moment, so everybody is basically uh, a match fit, uh, ready to go. Um, I think also we had um, a good break, uh, maybe a little bit even too long. We saw that yesterday that we might look at some part of the game a bit rusty because it was a 17-game, 17 uh, 17-day 17 break, which is which is pretty long at that part of the season, but with the international break, with the uh, international duty coming in for the national teams, you know, that's, that's something that happens in October and November as well coming up. So it's, uh, I think we're definitely well-rested. Uh, we're finishing in, in a good stage, and uh, I think everybody really looks forward now for uh, the playoffs to come and, uh, and, and yeah, and try again to, to make the city proud. You know, obviously it's been a great first season for you and your team, and, and we've seen so many surprises, and I know everybody's happy. But what about you personally? What's been the most pleasant surprise you've been able to experience about your club this year? Yeah, I think, um, you know, really to, to prove everybody wrong out there, because uh, if you uh, – obviously, people in St. Louis, you always had the feeling everybody believed in us, everybody uh, believed and supported what we're doing, but – 
uh, if you're moving like 20 miles outside and everybody was very critical, uh, didn't really uh, think we'd be able to do anything. And, and so we will be like a pushover team this year. I think it's just a pleasure of, of proving people wrong, of uh, uh, showing people that an expansion team with a low budget still can, can do something special. And uh, being the best in the West after 34 games, you know, it, it, it's kind of, uh, yeah, even we'll call it legendary because nobody ever done it before. Uh, apart from that, uh, me personal, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. You know, my, my day never stops. Um, I don't sleep much. I just really think already what's happening, not just in the playoffs. I'm thinking already what's happening in 24. Where do we need to do something? Uh, is there some areas on the field where we need to strengthen? So it's, it's more about thinking for me about the bigger picture, not just now about the playoffs. And especially, uh, I'm not the guy who thinks back and says, oh, wow, we had such a great season. Let's, let's have a drink and celebrate. Uh, that's not me. Uh, for me, it's more or less let's, let's keep on going and see to get the best possible results this year. And then definitely looking forward for 24 and trying you know, to prove people wrong. You, you know, the other thing that's impressive is how you've been able to use City 2 and, and your players from that group that have been able to contribute. And, and they're obviously getting a lot of experience as well, which is going to make your team even more competitive when you start your training camp next year. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we are pretty lucky with our academy setup. There is so many talented youngsters there, which then uh, getting uh, moved up into City 2, into into our, uh, yeah, basically under 23 team. They had lost a good experience to move people into the first team. We want to keep on doing that. So uh, definitely, you know, local talent is for us uh, one of the most important things. A local community to get, actually get young kids uh, interested in the game, to get young kids to fall in love with football and, and actually make a career out of it. That's even even a bigger goal for us. So overall, um, yeah, looking back, uh, the first year definitely promising. But as I said, uh, it somehow yesterday you got the feeling, you know, the season is finished. No, no, we're not done yet. We just have to really get that into our heads this week to really get ready and get focused, uh, reach and uh, refocus and, and 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 be as strong as possible next week. All right, you have a big pep rally going on today where everybody can come out and visit with you and some of your players. Uh, when will you know who your opponent will be? And we know that it's going to be in St. Louis. So, so have you been notified about that yet? Uh, so on Wednesday, there will be the, the wild card game, eight versus nine. So it will be uh, Kansas um, against uh, San Jose. And the winner of that game, it's, uh, it's just one game. The winner will come on uh, next week uh, to play against us. So it will be Kansas, which will be another derby, uh, or San Jose, a team which is technically really, really good and finished ninth. So one of them, too, and on Wednesday evening we will know. Well, Lutz, it's been fun to watch your team play in the regular season. May you have a long postseason and have a lot of fun with this. Uh, you brought a lot of happiness to a lot of soccer fans, or let's wait a minute, football fans here in St. Louis. So we appreciate what you guys are doing and have a whole lot of fun with this down the stretch. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Luce Farnesfield is our guest. He is the manager, is the uh, sporting director for the uh, SC City soccer team. So we're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll talk some college football. That means Howard Richards is just around the corner on KMOX. Welcome back, everybody. Mike Claiborne filling in with for Tom Ackerman. Let's go back to the guest line and standing by as a color analyst for the University of Missouri, former player there. He's done a lot of things. He's Howard Richards. So, Howard, here's the question for you. In your entire football life, how many times have you been associated with a team as a player and or broadcaster that you woke up and you were seven and one on a Sunday? 
um, three times in high school, a um, couple times, well, um, maybe once or twice at Mizzou, maybe not quite seven and one, but pretty close. Um, so what's, and then in Dallas, yeah, definitely. So what's been the common denominator for the success of this program? Obviously, some, some kids have stepped up. The defense is playing well. But from where you sit, is there anything in particular that makes this team stand out in the manner that it does? I think the common denominator um, in all those situations that I was in is that you, you have a, a, a culture in your locker room where, where everyone supports each other, a close-knit family. There's no cancers going on inside. Uh, everyone's playing for each other. Uh, it, it's just like a family, and everyone kind of looks forward to to showing up every day at practice and working towards a common goal. You know, um, when you look at this team offensively, it... after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for Week Number One. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I don't know if I've seen this sort of balance. You know, there were some times where you would rely on one person and maybe two but, you know, from Brady Cook to the running game to the passing game where there's more than just Luther out there, I mean, have you ever seen a more balanced attack, And which I think has more to offer as we get deeper into the conference schedule? You know, what's interesting about the, that comment is that I was looking at the game probably somewhere in the third quarter, and I was looking at rushing stats versus uh, passing, and they were almost – Equal. I mean, maybe one or two rushes as 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 opposed to uh, passes. Uh, of course, that changed a little bit as as the game wore on. Uh, it was pretty obvious Missouri Missouri's going to win the game, and they you know just started running the football. But uh, I, I think that yesterday uh, the goal was to be balanced. You didn't have to necessarily um, throw the ball all day to you know make things happen, score points. Although South Carolina, if you looked at their secondary coming in and their defense, I mean, they were probably near the bottom. Uh, but I felt it was time for this team, especially at this stage uh, in the season, where Missouri really needed to get its running game on track. You know, when you face the teams that Missouri is going to face uh, the last three or four games, you're going to have to be able to run the ball. And, and the only way to get better at running it is to do so. Um, and sometimes, you know, you, you can get a little pass happy, especially when you're having great success uh, w with kids like Luther Burden, Theo Weiss, and Mookie Cooper had a really good day uh, yesterday as well. Um, but you always have to go to your bread and butter in the SEC. And uh, I was happy to see Cody Schrader. You know, he, he uh, eclipsed his own rushing high this season. Uh, previous high was 138 yards. He ended up with 159 yesterday. Where 
where where in, in your opinion is this team most improved from let's say the end of last year to where we're at now? Um, not necessarily um, football-wise. Uh, it's the level of confidence. I think understanding, you know, how you're going to attack teams uh, and and where you can achieve the biggest results. I think that uh, that cohesion, both offensively and defensively, is starting to evolve. Uh, I think that's the, the prime difference between the team. Uh, you know, in 2022, that lost four close games by, uh, I think, a grand total of 18 points. Uh, this year, those same uh, situations, and I spoke to the team in the spring about this, you know, w- when you feel yourselves in those close-knit games, it's time to, you know, lay off the mistakes. You've got to win those games. You know, you've got to learn how to finish. And I think that's what they're doing. That's why they're 7-1. I mean, they could have been in this spot last year, but they didn't have – I don't think they have the know-how to win uh, or, or even to finish, but I think they're they're learning each week of what it takes, uh, whether it's by practice, whether it's just by experience or both. They're learning how to do this. Now, uh, in two weeks, you face a formidable, formidable opponent in Georgia, a team that you, you know, could have if the situations uh, had presented themselves last year in the right way. Uh, you could have beaten the number one team in the nation. Uh, I think Missouri is better prepared at this point to face a team like Georgia. Um, I'm not not saying they're going to beat them, but I think Missouri will be much better prepared to compete against Georgia for four quarters. Uh, and then you have to see where uh, you know how the game uh, turns out. Yeah, that's a great point you make. Being prepared. Um, you know, there was a time when you just would say, let's just hope we don't get beat by 35 or 40. Right. Now you're at a point like, well, why not us? And as you look at Georgia, you know, you got to buy to prepare. Uh, and if, if you keep the penalties down to a minimum, obviously, and stay out of the three and out situations, uh, what will Mizzou have to do in order to not just stay in it, but in order to win it? Because the, the obvious things I just mentioned, but what do you think they're going to have to do that's going to be exceptional that maybe Georgia either hasn't seen or doesn't know how to deal with. It's Missouri has to get rid of the self-destruction. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of personal foul penalties yesterday that, that set them back. This game could have been a shutout against South Carolina. Um, but those are the things, again, the mental mistakes, uh, an experienced team, a, a team, a veteran team has to be able to do that, especially in, in big situations. Um, so it, it certainly will be a, an occasion that they have to rise to. But also, I think you got to stay ahead of the chains in the first down. You know, continue to push and stay out of the thirds and long situations against Georgia because that's where they're exceptionally good on defense. Uh, I think if you find yourself in third downs and thirds and shorts, man, it makes it much easier to control the clock uh, and to move the football. Missouri's been pretty good in the red zone. So if you can – if you can continue to play on that side of the ball and that close to the goal line, uh, now you got a chance to really put pressure on a team that isn't always used to, you know, maybe playing from behind or playing in close games. Although they have probably played more close games this season than they had uh, in the previous two. Howard Richards, as always, it's great to visit with you, sir. Enjoy the bye week. Uh, I know you'll find some activities that will keep you busy. Uh, and good luck uh, the following week against Georgia. Thanks, Mike. Look forward to talking to you again. All right. He's Howard Richards. I'm Mike Claiborne. We will talk some hockey when we come back. Jamal Mayers is going to join us on Your Voice for the Cardinals and St. Louis University, KMOX. 
Welcome back, everybody. We continue with sports on a Sunday morning here on KMOX. Mike Claiborne here, and we're going to talk a little hockey with former Stanley Cup champion. Well, once a champion, always a champion. He's Jamal Mayers, formerly of the St. Louis Blues, and now color analyst, not only in St. Louis with the Blues broadcast, but also in Canada as well. He's a very busy man, and we say good morning. How are you, sir? How are you doing, Mike? Good to see you. It's better to be seen and viewed these days. Let's talk about a few things. Let's go back to last night. Blues with a good win over a good Pittsburgh Penguin team. It's going to take a while before it seems like we're going to know what this team is going to look like. And I know you played on teams like that. What are some of the things you're just going to start to look for in order to figure out, is this team moving in the right direction? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it was a little, you know, a little concerning offensively that they only scored five goals in the first three games, but it was nice to see that they came out and were able to get four against the Penguins. Um, you know, it, it, it is going to take time. They're trying to adjust the way that they play. You look at last year and they lived off the rush. They were ninth in the league on rush chances. They want to play a more patient grinding style, so, similar to what they had so much success with in 2019. And it's going to take time. The one shining bright light for this group right now has been the play of Jordan Bennington, who's been arguably, uh, he, he is definitely at the early part of the season in the Vesna conversation. That's how well he's playing right now. You know, one of the things about him, and I agree, he is playing extremely well, but we can't ask him to stand on his head virtually every night. Some other people are going to have to do their job. I'm of the belief that if he can make one great save per period, then I think we're going to have a pretty good night. But it seems like he's having to do more than that early. So at some point, they've got to change up some things, and they've got to be a little bit more committed on the back end. Would you agree? Uh, I agree. And I'll just read off. You know, I'm not a huge analytics guy, but sometimes they point to some things that are that are important. And here are a couple of things. Their, their rush chances against the 32nd, that's last in the league, inner slot shots, 32nd. There's one really good thing that's happening is in years past, They've had trouble defending the front of the net. Well, this year, they're doing a pretty good job of that. They're second in the league in allowing rush uh, rebound chances. Uh, but again, you know, you look at how well he's playing, these underlying numbers, what they tell me is that Jordan Bennington has been saving their bacon, and they're going to have to tighten up defensively because it's, you can't rely on him to play as well as he has all season long. I would agree wholeheartedly. Hey, let's talk about a couple other things. Uh, some big news this week. The most recent class for the St. Louis Blues Hall of Fame was announced, and uh, two of your former teammates of the three players that uh, have been named, Mike Liu is the other player, but Pavel Dimitri and, and Keith Kachuk, two guys you had a chance to play with. Oh, uh, just, you know, it's funny. Being there and watching their relationship uh, grow and their friendship off the ice grow and the, the obvious – chemistry that they had on the ice they couldn't be two um opposite type of personalities obviously Pav growing up in Slovakia and, and Walt being from Boston and um to see how they communicated and how they gave each other a hard time and how they genuinely loved each other um the question the the, the chemistry they had on the ice was undeniable obviously Pav was an exemplary uh, vision his compete was off the charts his ability and his creativity. Walt obviously was arguably the best power forward, I think, in his generation. And his ability to just get to the front of the net, present his stick, and, and make himself available 
um, they complemented each other so well and read off each other so well and um, very, very happy for both of them, uh, you know, um, to be inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame and deservedly so. So um, pretty cool to be around to watch their chemistry and watch how special they were together and, and to be a part of uh, those teams that we had so much success. Jamal Mayers is with us. He's a Stanley Cup champion. He's with the Blues broadcast. And also, if you're in Canada, you can see him on Sportsnet virtually every night. It seems like he's in Toronto having a good time there. Hey, staying off the ice for a second, uh, Blues youth hockey continues to grow here in St. Louis at the grassroots level, introducing, like, what, 1,200 new players ages 4 to 10? Uh, that, that's got to be a lot of fun. I know you're involved in that a few, along with a few other Blues alumni. What's that like to watch the growth here in St. Louis of hockey just when we thought it had grown enough? It, it really is remarkable. You think about all the kids that – I think the idea is that let's give every kid an opportunity to try it. Who knows if they're going to like it? But I think that that's the best part about our sport. And the unique part about our game is that all the character values that are embedded in our game, selflessness, teamwork – accountability, um, being responsible for yourself and being a good teammate. Um, all those characteristics, every parent would want in their kids. So, um, you know, creating an opportunity for kids to come out and learn how to skate and try hockey has been a, a, a real of importance to, you know, the organization, the ownership, Tom Stillman and the leadership from Chris Zimmerman. So I think they've been really attentive about making sure that all parts of St. Louis are getting exposed to the game and getting an opportunity to try the sport. Um, we all know that the, the nominal costs aren't going away. Uh, the real challenge going long-term is the sustainability of allowing kids to continue to play. But I think just giving them a chance to play a sport they may wouldn't, would never have tried. And it's really special to watch it grow in St. Louis and, and see how many, uh, Kids are enjoying the game. Now you got the fall session that starts with Blues Youth Hockey. That starts next Saturday at the, on the 28th at the Centene Community Ice Center. And then the third season for the North City Blues is going to start up. That's uh, on Wednesday, November 1st. So there's a lot of ways to get involved in local hockey around town. There really are. And I think that, you know, not every kid's going to want to continue to play, but I think giving them a chance to, to try it has been important. And um, it's just been fun to see the smiles on their faces, uh, seeing them have success and understanding that, you know what, they might, they're going to fail. They're going to fall down. It's uh, such a microcosm of, of life is that you get back up and you, and, and you try again and you, and you, you learn about resilience and you learn about hard work. And um, it's just fun to see them having fun and, and see them with their gear on and try to think back to when you were that small. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. When you think about yourself and uh, your father, you have kids and, and to watch them go out and try. Fortunately, you started off with girls. The, the, the young fella came along a little later. So it, it's got to be fun to watch him in that situation. Now, are you one of the are you an advocate of kids playing more than one sport or are you just all in on one particular sport? No, I think I, I blame the organizers of, of sports. I'll give you an example, like. Uh, I think it's important kids play all sports. I think at about 13, 14, you probably have to hone in on one. But I think for the development, not only cognitively, but athletically, proprioceptionally, just to become a better athlete, it's important that they learn um, how to play other sports. And, and we want them to play other sports. So I'll give you an example. I do coach the AAA Blues, the, the minor peewee team. 
uh, but we encourage other sports. So when we're off season and the kids are playing baseball and they're playing football, that's the priority uh, when it's in the spring. Yes, we're still going to have touches in the spring. We still want them to come out when they're available. But when we switch sports, we want them playing the other sport and nothing's going to be held against them. If they're busy and they're, they're playing baseball, go play baseball. And when it's hockey season, come back to us. And uh, until you get to about 13 or 14, I think it's really important for kids to play a multitude of sports. All right. Now you now you let the cat out the bag. You're a coach. You play for a lot of different coaches. Uh, whose style would Jamal Mayers uh, be similar to if I came out and watched you coach? Wow. I would think it's similar to Joel Quinville in the sense that uh, very passionate coach, very much has a probably for me, he had the best touch of who was going on in a given night, could adjust on the fly, um, but had a passion that, that the players fed off of every night and, uh, and, and made the tactical adjustments necessary. So, I mean, you don't have to make that many adjustments uh, when, when the kids are 11 years old. You just kind of <laughs> get out of the way and uh, you coach them when they're on the bench. You don't want to do too much, but uh, it's, I'm very spoiled. we got Matt Lashoff and Joe Vitale's sons are also on the team. So we're, the kids don't realize it, but they're, they're, we got a pretty good coaching staff, so we're having some fun. All right, that's what you want to do is have fun. You know, you, you touched on something about hockey. When coaches can get a feel on who's ready to go and who's able to contribute early, that, that's something, man, if you don't figure it out in the first two or three shifts, it could be a very long night. Oh, it's so true. I think that uh, you have some kids, that some players, and it doesn't matter their age, they rise to the occasion, and some, you know, they're not quite ready for that. So you got to, you know, the goal for us is to make sure they're all improving and, and remaining confident and and putting them in a position to succeed and that really doesn't change at any level so it's 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 been a fun process so far and um we're enjoying it and and uh, having fun as we wrap up things with stanley cup champion jamal mayors jammer the blues are going out on a four-game road trip they're going west what were those trips like for you because some guys dread it some guys love the bonding and other guys were like i can't wait to get home Honestly, I think it's a real important part of the process of growing as a team. I think it's important to have the dinners together, to hang out together, to get to know your teammates. Um, and, and I think that the good thing for the Blues is their leadership core are veteran players that have been there before, that have learned those lessons through other veterans and understand the importance of those moments and those times away. And, and it's an opportunity for them to get to know each other to, because there's going to be moments, uh, Claves, where, as you know, you're going to have to call each other out. And, and, and if, if your teammates don't know you care, they're not, going to, they're not going to want to listen to it. So these are good chances, good opportunities. It's not just about having fun. It's about getting to know your buddies and your teammates so that, quite frankly, it's all about winning. You can, you can uh, let them know and let each other know. And uh, when it's not going well, you can be honest and tell each other it's got to be better. He is Jamal Mayers. I'm Mike Claiborne. Jammer, thank you so much for your time today, sir. And uh, we'll look forward to staying in touch here in the very near future. Looking forward to it, Claiborne. Thanks. He's Jamal Mayers. I'm Mike Claiborne. We thank you for tuning in today on Sports on a Sunday. Don't forget, Soccer Talk comes your way next on The Voice of the Cardinals right here on KMOX. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 